0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome to another episode of the Book of Life. If that's what I'm going to continue to call it, I don't know. But here I am, wanting to talk about the readings from this weekend at church. Doo. So let's see how we can connect to those. We hear about wisdom today, and we hear about um, well, I guess on Sunday because it's definitely not Sunday anymore. It's I think it's Tuesday. Anyway. Talking about wisdom and and in the gospel today, so the first readings from the book of wisdom and the gospel is talks about um, Jesus saying, "Your faith has made you well," and that's what Jesus says to the woman who just touches the cloak of Jesus's garment, and and also what um also what uh, what is said something along those same lines to 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 the to the the people whose daughter who they think is dead, and 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 um. And he says to them, do not be afraid, just have faith. And then says that his, the daughter is just sleeping and up she rises uh, from, from the dead. And I think that there's something that is, very, that is parallel, that is, that is uh, looking at having faith and living in wisdom. Because I think if we live in wisdom, we can't help but live in faith a faith in a shape of God that is a shape of love and a shape of of life giving um, uh, presence or, or spirit or whatever it is that you want to say that, that living in faith is trusting in the flow of life being for you. And, and I think living in, in wisdom is also trusting in and learning what does living in this flow look like. So when I'm talking about wisdom, we're talking about faith, we're talking about this, this intertwined, um, a way of life and a way of living that, that is uh, more than just existing, and it's a calling into actually living our lives uh, together. And so today, the, in, 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 the, in the reading this weekend, we hear the Book of Wisdom. It says, God did not make death, nor does he rejoice in the destruction of the living. And that really stuck out to me because I kept thinking of how often uh, things have happened in my life where since when I've gotten into my faith now, where I used to kind of see God as kind of a puppeteer that, that, um, uh, maybe like, why, why would God make this happen? Or why would God make that happen? And now my faith has matured and pulled me forward into seeing faith and God and life as a sacred dance where no matter what happens in life, the love of God uh, and the mercy of God and the grace of God is what will pull me forward in life if I can trust in that. And I kind of think about, um, I love like Nadia Bolts Weber is, is an incredible preacher who, who I've listened to so much. I would say Nadia Boltzweber and, and Richard Rohr are two people that have really shaped my spiritual life. Um, and and Rob Bell as well. That rhymed? No big deal. Um, but like example, like I can look at a tree and it's incredibly beautiful. And I had nothing to do with that tree growing. It is by the grace of God. I did not earn looking at that tree. I didn't do anything to make that tree grow. I did not earn the sun to come up in the morning. It just is a grace that is a gift that is given. And and it's difficult for us to live in that because we're so busy trying to earn everything and trying to be worthy of everything and trying to measure of everything. But but all of that ends in a type of death. Um, so in this where it says God did not make death, I'm not looking at it as in like our last breath that we take before, uh, before our spirits leave our bodies or whatever it may be, I'm thinking of it as a a way of living life now. How to live in God is to live in love, is to live in connection and and unification. Not uniformity, not to be the same, but unified. And when you're living that, you're living, um, living life connected. And so when I'm looking at wisdom and I'm looking at faith and I'm looking at love, I see this dance between all of them. So I want to read a little something that I wrote about that and how uh, and how this all intertwines together alongside what happens when we're not living in wisdom so wisdom what is it what what I am inclined to think is that with judgment and the finger pointing and the loneliness and suicide and hate and gun violence and growing poverty in the world today it's safe to say that a large number of people are not living in wisdom but in fear Fear which is the opposite of love. Fear which fills our hearts with lies of a worthiness game that has nothing to do with truth and only buys into a society that thrives on division, hate, And this idea of the individuality, of this individualism as I have to do it all myself. So fear separates. Fear, living in fear is living in the opposite of wisdom. Living in fear is living in the opposite of love and unification. It divides. So this division is what I would call evil or the devil or the deceiver or any force that gets a feeling of false power from separating each other into categories of worthiness of in and out clubs of deserving um, or any other lie that we hold within our own minds of not good enough or not lovable this is the deceiver this is the opposite of love and god which unites so all of this is a lie of the deceiver that separates and hates so now if i look to jesus for the truth of what love and wisdom really is. I see the truth of a radical kinship with ourselves and all others. I see the truth of inclusion. I see the truth of complete grace and love for all of humanity thrown in the face of any deceiver that tries to play the separation card, that tries to measure one's worthiness by standards of our worldly system instead of by the love of wisdom. And so we see this wisdom of Jesus. We see Jesus doesn't Jesus doesn't even doesn't care who what faith tradition you belong to. It's your faith has made you well. It's it's living in wisdom that has made you well and living in love that has made you well. And and you know, in the, right in the face of the people that have power, Jesus would would not back down but say, "No, this the, you are not living in love. You are not living in 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 um in kinship and in unification, um, he called people out on this. And so we see that this grace and this love unites. And it's not a part of this worldly system. Wisdom is a breath of the power of God. And his light, is love, his compassion, is a reflection of eternal light, it is written. Wisdom is complete grace And I love how Nadia Boltsweber puts it. I know one thing, that there is only grace, my sweet friends. Everything else is a measure of worthiness. Everything else leads to insiders and outsiders. Everything else can fail us. Grace cannot. Grace is not earned and it's never lost. It's only given as a free gift to be received. Grace is the only truth under many metaphors, I would say. And in the finger pointing of the deceiver, we see not a breath of the power of God, but a scream of the destructive power of separation, of trying to raise some people up by dehumanizing others. And in this, we see death. And by death, I'm not talking about the breathing of the last breath. I'm talking about a state of being right here, right now. Keep that thought in your mind. And you re- if I reread from this book of wisdom, it says, God did not make death, nor does God rejoice in the destruction of the living. The living, right here, right now, states of being, death or hell or life and heaven. Not later, not somewhere else, but right here, right now. And when I read that statement from the book of Wisdom, I see that our natural state of being is that of life. To live in wisdom, I live in love, in connectedness, in giving life to myself and to others. Life is never found in comparison or measuring. That is the greatest thief of joy and of life. Life is only found in surrendering to grace and love. Practice living in this state, brothers and sisters. Trust that God, that life, that the universe is for you. Denounce the deceiver. Every time you catch yourself cutting yourself down or when you catch yourself pointing fingers and separating, denounce that because, beloved, you are made for wisdom. You are made for love. You are made for connection. You are made for resurrection you are made for life and so is everyone else so in these scripture readings today i hear that we need to practice living this grace that comes with complete surrender to this love of god that is all around you and to see how that sets you free Beloved, it is your faith that has made you well. It is living in wisdom that has made you well. It is being able to see and how we unite and see the beauty in our lives and practice living in that which has made you well because grace is what always wins, because grace is what will set you free. And if we can surrender to this tenderness that is all around us, to this mercy that is all around us, to this grace that is all around us, brothers and sisters, we see that we are meant to join hands and live together to live together not cutting each other down not separating each other but being able to love one another and practice forgiveness and practice surrendering and letting go and living in this beautiful grace A grace that has opened its arms on the cross and that has taken on every single part of this deceiver and responded in perfect love by saying, forgive them, I forgive you and I love you by showing that love is always stronger than anything to do with hate and death. But light and love and grace, practice living in that and see how that sets you free. Grace and peace, brothers and sisters. May you live in wisdom and may you live in faith. And the music comes back up and I'm gonna do my shout outs. Shout outs to the awesome scripture that I get to read today. Boom-bada boom boom. Shout out to Charmy Charms, you know who you are. Shout out to all you beautiful home skillets that helped to set me free. Grace, peace, and blessings. dramatic fade out.